Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So today's guest is quite special. So one of my clients has agreed to come onto the podcast again. Anne-Marie did an IGTV probably about two months ago. I think it was during the last lockdown here mm-hmm. in Ireland. And the messages that I got from, I think she got a few messages from it as well. And she spoke so brilliantly about her own experience and the mindset shift. And that's something that she has worked on an awful lot in the background. So Anne-Marie has come on today to kind of explain and talk about her journey and what's kind of shifted for her. But I'm going to give the, going to give the microphone to Anne-Marie. I may not get it back, but I, I'll give it to Anne-Marie. So Anne-Marie, thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Shane. How are you? And thanks for having me. How are you holding up? I'm all good. Yeah, not too bad at all. Love these uh, type of moments to shine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm raising her animals here. I am not. You make me sound like an absolute <laughs> narcissist. Like, <laughs> um. So, Anne Marie, I'm gonna let you take over and kind of talk about, tell us your story, your background, and about yourself. Yeah. So basically, um, I think I mentioned in the testimonial the last time, like that's on the IGTV, that um, I've had like this insane long history with you know yo-yo dieting. And I've tried like every diet under the sun, like since about 18, 19 and always with just like the one goal of like, okay, lose weight equals happiness. You'll be grand. Like just work really hard at it and whatever type of diet you're in and you'll get there. But like we all know that that's not the case because that's why, you know, dieting and those all those groups do so well and because people have to keep coming back. But um, basically. I think it was it was last Christmas or no before last Christmas I did my first round with you and I, I was kind of new then to the whole like calorie counting thing and I tried that with you and uh, the MyFitnessPal and I, I really liked that and I started to like get into it and it all started kind of clicking with me and making sense and um, none of this kind of like slimming world attitude of like you know your sins it was like you can eat whatever you want just as long as you count for it um, but then. I don't know, just wasn't in the right headspace last Christmas, uh, before Christmas. And we talked about that before, but just wasn't really in the mood, let's just say. And my 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 goals and everything were just elsewhere. So um, come, skip on then to lockdown. Um, came back after lockdown. I realized, OK, right, I need to go back and do something. Um, something has to change here because I just kind of like... Um, took the piss during lockdown like was living with my friends was drinking eating doing whatever I wanted but just like not in any way in any routine and I think like routine equals like calm kind of less anxiety let's say um so yeah got back in touch with yourself and um we slowly and um slowly together kind of just started building these like small tiny habits that now I know are like just so crucial to just like um not even just getting like these big results but just more like keeping me calm and kind of like this is like the reason that like I know this is working for me because it's so small tiny habits that we've built together like that I don't even think about anymore um and it's not and they're not like regimental like it's not like if I miss one like I'm gonna freak out because that's normally what I would have been like like black or white mentality of like if you don't do this 
at this time or if you don't eat that much of food or, or like if you eat too much or if you eat a carb or you know if you eat bread this is going to happen like it's not like that now it's just more like eat it you eat it chill out tomorrow's another day like do something different tomorrow try again and um, so yeah that's like in terms of if I can go into the habits like there's there's tons there Shane that we've kind of built together um but I'm aware of them after ranting there for quite a bit so <laughs> I'm okay with rants I prefer I prefer tangents than silence so I'm okay with that um yeah, well, you know you won't get silence with me <laughs> nope <laughs> might get seven minute voice notes but uh <laughs> um I'm gonna ask um I, you mentioned the habits and I know you are reading atomic habits at the minute as well by James Clear which is an incredible mm-hmm. book and some people some people like it some people don't like it um but I think a lot of people who are at that headspace that potentially they want some sort of kind of structure and trying to build something that will work for them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, as you said, it's kind of like habit stacking, making not kind of pulling the rug from under your feet and building something that will work for you. So say if it's like a habit, stack, if you haven't read the book, habit stacking is like bringing something into what you are doing already so say if you are having a coffee in the morning what can you do for that 10 to 20 seconds like your espresso is pouring down it's potentially doing a little bit of like 10 seconds of box breathing and then mm-hmm. it, and that will be your new routine yeah. what was the what was kind of like the couple of habits that kind of yourself that you've kind of noticed the biggest difference for yourself um well first of all i think we had like the core like mechanics of habits to ch- like to try and like tackle like weight like kind of like that you'd hear a lot of kind of like pts generally kind of like assigned to their clients so it would be like you know drink your water get your steps in um track your calories sleep early now actually sleep wasn't one that i did ever before but that's one that you definitely drilled into my head what the difference was this time around with you was actually not only were the mechanics there you supported on how I actually implemented them. So like, as in, you know, give a tip, give me tips on like how to like plan them out. Like, and that was nearly a habit in itself, like planning (laughs) and like actually get a diary or get whatever you have, a planner and put that in place and put it down into words and kind of like even that as well, like as in like have ownership over your words. So like, if you're going to say you're going to do it, do it. And you kept calling me out for that. Like, I know I'm bad for that. Like, it was constant. But like, because I'd be like, yeah, Shane, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then you'd be like, you didn't do it though. <laughs> so um, you were like that. I started to pull myself in on that as well. Um, especially after I started seeing a bit of success in the first like six weeks. I was like, oh, yeah, I have this now. And it was kind of like, no, these habits aren't just for like this, like six week weight loss. It's actually for life. And like because they became part of my day to day like I just don't even think about them anymore it's not I don't associate them with like a weight loss program it's just the way I live my life now um so like the great ones like really that I would like I don't think about anymore is genuinely the water now um and walking as well like and as I said to you I do not enjoy walking that much if I'm thinking I'm doing this for steps like even that word steps it kind of annoys me because I'm just thinking okay stepometer what's it taking away from my calories I've kind of had to switch my thinking around that completely and be like go out and literally empty your thoughts onto the road like or like just move just move for your body move for your health move for your mind like and a lot of it it's it's connected with work as well like if I didn't walk I 
I actually, you know, it's not going to benefit me in work, especially in lockdown, like you have to get out. So like when we first started in the first um, eight weeks, like it, the walking was purely for me was for weight loss. It was like, it was my cardio, but um, then I started to hate it. I was like, this is really annoying. I, I don't like it anymore. I don't enjoy it. And like, you can do all you want like you can say listen to a podcast listen to your favorite tunes whatever but if you're still putting that together with like a goal of like trying to lose weight it becomes a chore because you're like oh, if you're not losing the weight then you're failing and you're just like thinking that you're not doing enough and it's like a cycle but like now the way I view walking and stuff it's kind of like or like any kind of movement or trying to just move a little bit more in the day um, it's more like this is better for me I'm going to get a better outcome in all aspects not just weight yeah that's like a side bonus but like with your work like you're more productive in work and like we all want that like so you know lockdown's hard you're sitting in an office all day well I am and if I don't get out for a bit of movement like it's you know I come back I'll just sit here all day and I'm I'm pissed off so it helps a lot um but I know I'm tangenting here, <laughs> but there's there's one in particular, though, I want to go back on is the, the habit of calorie counting. And like, it's not really something I think if I didn't do the beginning work with you of like counting calories with my fitness pal. So like I kind of was obsessed with it. Like I was like I'd weigh everything and I'd like get everything right, because like my approach would be if you're going to do it, do it right. Like give it 100 um, percent. But. I because I've done that for like eight weeks or however long way longer than that actually like probably like four or five months last month I just decided I I'm sick of this like I don't want to do this anymore like I I don't think I even need to do this anymore and I stopped for a week and I think I just kind of reached fatigue with it like I was just sick of it and um when I stopped doing it then and stopped thinking about like the weight associated or like how many calories was in a piece of like or in in my yogurt or whatever I was eating now that I'm away from that and I'm just kind of like not I'm not counting but I know what the calories are roughly but I'm not being obsessed with it I'm just kind of saying okay eat I know to eat protein I know that I need to eat that yogurt um after a workout or like in the morning because I'm going to be hungry in a bit if I don't eat that protein um I'm going to put a little bit of fat with that I'm not going to worry about it I'm not going to worry if the peanut butter is like calorie dense because I'm not going to put the whole bloody tub in putting a little bit in because I got the training with you on how many calories is in it but like I'm not thinking numbers which for me is great because like that for me was wrecking my head um but if I didn't do the early work I couldn't be where I am now with it so it is essential it's a habit that you need to have at the beginning but for me just personally this is just personal not everybody's the same some people do it for life but for me I'm happy to kind of say okay I've got my training and I'm ready to fly the nest (laughs) on it like yeah yeah it's interesting that you mentioned the the calorie counting I know for the kind of the initial eight weeks I'd kind of said intermittently, like, if you feel you're getting obsessed with it, like, scale it back. And you're like, no, Anne-Marie is quite strong-willed in that, that if she wants to do something, she, she'll she do it. If she doesn't want to do something, she won't do it. Um, So it's kind of like, I I potentially said, all right, let's let's kind of, like, take one or two days out from tracking or let's... I never encourage my clients to weigh something. That's like, unless you're going up on a shoot or else you're going to be a bodybuilder or something like that, there's no need to weigh food. I just think it's a little bit uh compulsive for some people and some people are at that stage and i think for as as you said you laid the foundations for where you are now and i i from 
I think even in the last, what we say, four weeks, there's mm. been just uh, a weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah. Uh, like calorie counting is a tool. It's not a death sentence when people, some people kind of freak out about it. They're like, oh, how do I do this? How do I do this? How do I do this? I think a lot of people forget the um, the whole thing of being able to scan the barcode of the food in. Yeah, and like definitely, Shane, and like the old me and in my own mindset of like before coming on and and learning all this, like would have been pure black and white thinking. Like I'm like that across, like I I don't do balance very well. I'm either do it right or do it wrong. There's no in between with me. And that's something I struggle with. And like with this, I initially kind of started being like, if I stop calorie counting, and definitely before, like even last year, if I stop calorie counting, that's me stopping the diet. Like that's me quitting. Like that's me finished now. Like I'm now going to go eat whatever the f I want and not care. But that's not true because of course I care, and it'll have a knock-on effect. Like that whole like kind of release of the diet mentality might for a couple of days, you know, have a little bit of like a knee-jerk reaction of like, oh, great, I'm on a diet. This is fantastic. But like very quickly, the lack of structure, the lack of, you know, yeah, it is. It's structure and kind of routine will kick into like anxiety then of like kind of like overthinking rampant of like go down this rabbit hole of like just negative thoughts and kind of like letting your the, the critic that comes out and just be kind of like, what have you done here? Like you're screwed now. You can't go back. So now the fact with with that I've kind of this is the first time I've been able to walk away from calorie counting and still say I'm not ruining everything I haven't thrown away all of my tools I have I'm not like I wouldn't say I'm like dieting but I'm like just living a healthy lifestyle and like I eat when I want to eat and I eat what I want to eat but like within reason in terms of it's a lot of to do portions like but I'm just I'm not hungry and like I'm feeling great like um I feel far more energized than I ever have and I just love the fact I just don't have to think about numbers <laughs> and it really that, that genuinely and I that's just personal though Shane like loads of people really like it and I would totally tell people to do it at the beginning because it's like the fundamentals of like what you need to know about your nutrition but I think for longevity and for peace of mind for me it's I'm very happy to leave it behind <laughs> I think yeah I think it's kind of like when you're learning how to drive a car I think it sets it sets the basics for that. But as I said, I've got clients who've never counted a calorie in their life. I've got clients who could do it on a daily basis. It depends what works for you. Do I encourage it at the beginning? Potentially. But if you don't want to do it, it's potentially focusing on the portion control. And as yeah. you said, that's been a massive part for yourself. And I think particularly in the last kind of like four or six weeks, the biggest thing for you has been I'm eating until I'm full. But yeah. you're also saying to yourself, right, I'm working from home. I have to control my environment. And here's the sentence that you always, I'd say on a, on a lot of bases, you say control the controllables yeah, and kind of working around your routine. And like you still have your chocolate most days. Yeah, yeah. God, have to like. <laughs> yeah. And like... I think, have, have you, has anything else tweaked for yourself regarding learning when to push the body and when not to push the body in particular times of the month and stuff like that yeah absolutely <laughs> i can see where you're going here um, <laughs> <laughs> the cycle um yeah no absolutely like um with 
the first, like, I didn't really think about, I, obviously I knew about cravings, like, everyone knows about cravings when they're coming up to their period, and it's kind of like, you know, you just don't really know when they're going to hit, and that's fine, like, because genuinely I still don't, it could be like a week before, or maybe uh, two weeks before even, and then I could be absolutely fine, it's different month to month, but knowing, the, the awareness of, like, what's actually happening during those phases, um, changes because you start being nicer to yourself and a little bit like let yourself have a little bit more if that's what your body needs and like you're not being um like you're like normally like maybe your self-critic might come out and say like you're giving up here like you're ruining your diet like you're in control of what you eat and you're clearly not um in control right now like you're letting your cravings dictate but like what you taught me is kind of like stop that shit and like just go and let your body have it if you if they want if it wants it and like listen to the cravings but like don't go and eat an easter egg like eat a little bit of chocolate um like a bit of a square dark chocolate with um or even two like don't relax if it's just one like have two if you want to and um or whatever you feel that day and just don't beat yourself up about it like like afterwards like I would have done or think about it the next day especially when I'd be the worst for like looking at my fitness pal and going back the next day I mean like oh yeah you fucked up there like you know like and then like just let it go let it go like it's just food and like that was me for years like and like it's only this year um I've blossomed into like stop doing this crap like and it's great to be able to say that because genuinely for from 18 I've been on this like yo-yo of like uh fat blast routines and like genuinely I'm a sucker like I'm in marketing but like I'm the one person to run into marketing like someone's trying to sell me something like um yeah but yeah definitely the, the education gave me on the on your cycle and and knowing um cravings are just cravings and, and relax about them uh, was okay. very good. yeah I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of girls feel like is if a, a lot of girls is a hard statement but a lot of girls do struggle with that side of things they're like they don't know when to push they don't know when to go and I think that is that is a huge part and I know your sister's in nutrition as well mm-hmm. which is a uh and she and she's focusing on that side of things as well yes majorly that, like yeah yeah um you don't listen you spoke to your family <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly I would like my brother wouldn't listen to me and my parents yeah. wouldn't listen to me so why yeah. would it, it, it just blurs the lines you've spoken yeah. a lot an awful lot about kind of self-care and stuff like that uh you've worked significantly on that and yourself mm-hmm. in I, I I know you've spoken about kind of moving away from calories and kind of just feeling more at ease was there like bar the calorie counting was there uh, was there an epiphany or was there something like the were like, do you know what? I'm actually in control of this. Yeah, I think it was the move away, the shift away from stop striving for absolute perfection. And like, as I said already, like it's that black or white thinking. I have to always kind of pull myself back in now and realize that like you can't always be perfect in everything that you do. And it's that restriction. And like, like if you're going to be that rigid about something and if something like a curveball hits in life, like, like it does all the time, um you're not going to react very well to it so it's inevitable that you're just gonna if you if you break your perfect streak like you're gonna freak out and that was my thing with dieting because um I would you know go off the bandwagon then um, and find it really hard to get back on and I'd have the whole like history of repeating itself then and I'd be like well you know 
you'll get to a point in Anne-Marie again, you're going to fail because you've done it before. So you'll do it again. But like this time, it's it's just it, now that I'm in the mindset um, and understanding kind of like the, the, the power of knowing like now um, is more beneficial than ever. Um, but yeah, it's the it's the moving away from perfectionism, and it's it's not just the calorie counting, but it's like just chill out, like <laughs> like I think that's it, like just just chill out about it and be. And you always say this and have said this to me, and like I think it, it was like someone just saying it to my face, and I, I have a couple of two close friends that would just kind of call me out in it and it's like awkward topic like it's just like nobody likes really talking about themselves like in a real like in-depth way but it's kind of like stop being such an asshole to yourself like just be nicer like you're such you're so hard on yourself you're your worst self-critic and like I, I am really bad at that and I've just that's in the past like four or five weeks I've kind of it's, it's, it's coupled with like reading up on it and stuff but like just be nicer to yourself you would not speak to somebody else um the way you speak to yourself and at the end of the day it's just a bit of weight like chill out it's not going to change you that much anyway if you do get to like if you're a fucking rake of a skinny thing like that's not going to make you happy so like it's it's that for me is the biggest kind of learning of all um just calming down about it talking to myself in a nice way enjoying the process of it all and enjoying the journey because if you don't enjoy it and you're on this like six week fat blast challenge you're like after that six weeks you're kind of like oh that wasn't enough I need to go again and it's repetitive and keeps going but if you're just kind of taking it as a like uh, play the long game with it chill out and kind of chip away with your little habits you'll eventually forget about this like goal and just like enjoy what you're doing and that's just who you are then it becomes your identity becomes like just the way you live your life and then you like that more you just feel better about yourself so yeah you've mentioned i'll be happy when a couple of times and what you've said yeah i think that is a massive massive trend for even people trying to like work even with people with businesses or it doesn't matter what kind of goal it may be like the scales is the the one main thing that doesn't help an awful lot of people i think if they've come from those slimming clubs um people have heard me go on rants about them before um i'm not going to continue another one i just don't want a lawsuit um (laughs) so how did you move away from the the letting that so-called piece of plastic or piece of metal yeah not ruin your your happiness or your progress like how many run-ins did we have about the scales <laughs> uh, I, think if, I think if i had a hair at this point i think it would have been pulled out the amount of times that that conversation came out <laughs> like so bad and like i told like even though someone could be like telling you that day in day out that number doesn't matter like if you still stick with that stubborn mindset of like, no, it does matter. Like that is like, you've so many ways of like telling yourself, like, um, cause there's so much information out there. There's so many mixed messages about like, um, about the scales and kind of like, you're constantly on this like journey of trying to just like drop it down, down, down where girls are anyway, males, a lot of them are trying to get it up. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> 
you're gonna have to edit that bitch. <laughs> I'm li- I'm I'm leaving that part in. No. <laughs> I was gonna say excuse the pun, but then I was gonna draw attention to it. <laughs> but like, no, what I'm trying to say there is, like, people are just can get so fixated on the scales, and I'm not gonna say that I've completely beaten that mentality because like it's always going to be there if you keep weighing yourself like if I keep doing it then it's going to still matter to me but this the fact I've I've actually stopped weighing and like that means I care less about it I'm paying less putting less energy into that piece of plastic as you call it and I'm just kind of like going by my clothes going by my photos but like even Shane you know I used to hate sending the photos like I just like oh I really don't want to send these photos like it's like I, I didn't want to look at them and like have them there but now I appreciate having them there so much because I can look back and be like this is great like you actually achieved something here like and this was all through like stop I wasn't obsessing over it I was just kind of like okay here's a photo and like I was like sent it and obviously like no one else seen it but it was kind of like for me it was a big deal at the beginning like I found it difficult to do that and it was just because I just doesn't want to look at it and now I'm kind of like relax like it's just a photo like there's no like everybody basically people look all look different but like at the end of the day like I could show that to a randomer and they wouldn't give a shit they'd be like who is that like it's just a person <laughs> like it's just take away the meaning associated to it um it's kind of like me and you talked about like going swimming and like like go to the sea and I'd be like oh god no I wouldn't do that like the thoughts of that like but and it wasn't for like other people looking at me because as I just said, people can look at everybody. They don't care because they don't know the person. They're not going to comment. And even if they do, you don't care. You don't know the person. I wouldn't be a one for like thinking, oh God, they're all looking at me. Like never. I'm like, if you're looking at me, you're looking at me. It doesn't bother me. But it's more just me and how I feel in the moment. Kind of like, um, oh God, me two years ago, like I was able to wear that bikini. I can't wear that today you got yourself into this position negative talk negative talk like you know putting myself down because of my own behavior and it's kind of like oh give over like you know it's just like that's life you've kind of grown up um and it's not that bad like because as I said it was the black or white thinking like thinking that I've done something so bad um that I'm now in the situation where I can't go swimming and it's like okay no you need to live your life (laughs) get over it and yeah I can thankfully say that I'm there now but with the scales um I just don't do it Shane I don't go near it now because it's not worth it and like I don't think it's a fair metric it's not fair that's the best way to put it because it's just not fair because one day it could be something and the next day it could be something else and especially around your period and things like that and like I have friends that don't get that either and I, I can hear your lectures coming out on me to my friends because I'm just like yeah but obviously you weigh different yesterday or today like and you just drank water like you know it, it, you know so yeah I hope they're not lectures I hope they're more insights <laughs> <laughs> excuse me sorry <laughs> um well yeah like I think you mentioned there about kind of an awful lot about like the, the, the scales and stuff like that and I think for quite a while we were trying to take it out of the process and mm-hmm. it wasn't the easiest thing for yourself to take out of the process because it had been a it had been a crutch for a while yeah I, I didn't want to take it out Shane because I thought by taking it out I was given in to like a failure of like yeah. well everyone else 
ways this is the metric that the most of the world go by so why are you different um but everyone's different yeah yeah and i think a lot of the things that kind of come into our head and the self-narratives and the stories that we tell ourselves ultimately we create them and how often do those stories actually come true yeah no absolutely and you always call me out on that <laughs> it sounds like i'm a dictator <laughs> No, but I, I said this on my t- uh, testimonial with you. Yeah. And if you, you could remember it, and it was because I'm very good at bullshitting. <laughs> and... Yeah, you're very good at telling yourself something and then believing yeah. it and then yeah. making it smell like roses when it is utter BS. Yeah, exactly. And like, I've worked with loads of PTs and like, um, and in whatever diet groups I've been in. And like they're all great to tell you what you want to hear, but like you don't do that. And like I could be, I could be talking, and I could be saying I wouldn't be even conscious that I'm bullshitting. But you'll be like, "He's gonna call you out here," and I'm like, "Wait, what is he calling me out on?" And like you actually surprised me with what you called me out on. I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's actually true." No one does. Like I don't. That doesn't happen often. I feel for me that doesn't happen often. <laughs> so I'm kind of like because that is it's standout moments, and I'm kind of like oh my god yeah like you have me stopping in my thoughts and then changing and reacting to what you're saying and I think that's what has been different and I said it back then in the testimonial and I, I like being called out of my bullshit like it's, it's entertaining <laughs> yeah it's kind of like because everyone especially when because Amory myself like I work with my clients some girls some of my clients text some of my clients voice note Anne-Marie <laughs> is the queen of the voice note I think that should be on her LinkedIn I might endorse her for it. Um, and I love getting the messages that come in on like a Sunday or a Monday. It's, it's funny where the mind goes. The, the mind wanders and you end up telling yourself certain things. And it, I think it's just kind of like, as you said, it's kind of like those little, as you have said, off air about the nuggets, the little things that you've, the little nuggets that you found from potentially those little conversations have just potentially become, become a habit, become more of a routine, but become more of a, more natural to you i think at the beginning as you said like any pt any coach can t- can tell you what to do yeah they can tell you to eat this they can give you a meal plan i'm like nah yeah like but it also it came like almost you start small with you yeah. and it's kind of like these are new you're aware that these are new habits for people so you're very good at kind of being like, don't freak out. Like, just take these on one by one. And if you can't do them all, you're fine. But like, you know, you have the rest of your life to do this. It's not a six week crazy program. So like, you know, if you if you struggle at one, like we'll address it next week in the check in and talk about it and like do and tweak it. Um, because it is it's the package deal of like habits that come at the beginning at those first 12 weeks or whatever way you want to equate it but like it's that's for me what worked and it was like as in you can make a mountain out of a molehill when it comes to dieting and kind of like you you can put like unrealistic goals at the end of your um your journey and say I want to get to that and if you do it like that and if you just try keep striving for this massive goal in my history and in my opinion you're not going to get there because it just seems impossible but if you break it down 
and I'm not talking scales I'm just talking like little other girls like as in like work towards those genes like even work towards like getting your protein in this week work towards like upping your steps getting your sleep better turning your phone off at night uh which I'm terrible at um and I yeah but I'm conscious of it now and I've I've started to do things like swap out the phone for like um maybe like a time to like either read um I was gonna say a good crack book what am I saying uh read a book that like you enjoy like a novel or you know like a chill book and then read something that like is actually gonna you know something that you can learn something new um uh so it's yeah it's that package of habits that kind of um calms you down and I think and like they're not shoved onto you but it's kind of like take them as you please and apply them as you please and you do slowly start seeing results and like I think that's the key as well it's the slow slow approach that I like and I think that's obviously the one that you want to stick with for life because you're not you're running about the place trying to trying to meet these unrealistic expectations yeah you mentioned about kind of the the information overload and it's it is like I even find myself sometimes it is hard not to get pulled left right and center by some shiny new object that's out there yeah how do you how do you filter through the bs at the minute well like on instagram or like in in general general? um i think it's okay i'm 27 and as i said been doing this shit of dieting for like since i'm 18 so like my friends laugh at me like as in one of my really good friends we were in america she still brings this up she's like remember that time we were on a j1 and you <laughs> you um went on a juice diet and then you went out drinking like every night <laughs> and she's like, like how redundant was that and like it's still brought up and we still laugh about it and like it's so true like like all my friends will know that like I'm this like person that just like seems to be always on a diet and it's like now I'm not on a diet like and like I don't feel like I am whatsoever and I wouldn't say I am I'm just like now living and that's great like that's just so great to say that so when I see all these like um shiny new programs coming at me or wherever they are I'm just kind of like no I can see through them now and it's great because half of them are marketing anyway and I can pick up that pretty quickly but it's um like they're very good at doing what they do and like it's convincing and it's the testimonials and it's all those before and after photos of that like six week blast like they're brilliant but like for example like your before and after photos like they're achieved in a normal way it's not like and it's it's not just like those photos but like it's the habits and everything that they've built behind the scenes on that and it's the probably the a lot of the people that work with you have learned to just stop being such assholes for themselves and just like be nicer and saying to yourself and I think that's better than any before or after photo you can't really advertise that that's difficult <laughs> yeah I, I I yeah if I if I if I even got you guys to even say that or if I wrote that or they wrote that I don't think people would believe it if that mm-hmm. makes any sense yeah 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 and I think I've struggled with it myself so that's the only way I mm. I think we all struggle with that way we talk to ourselves yeah um I, I'm not gonna claim to be the Buddha on that side of things that's not yeah. my intention like I still struggle with it on a daily basis yeah um who doesn't exactly yeah. um you've mentioned about kind of the progress pictures and stuff like that and you've mentioned about potentially not really like doing them I don't think we stopped doing them for a good while yeah um because 
and I only like for the way that I work is like measurements probably every week depending on how you're feeling photos every two weeks depending on how you're feeling yeah and photos don't go anywhere without, without permission and stuff like that and did you find that when you saw other coaches or even the transformations that have been done from team SWF did you find a compa- comparison thing kind of come in at the beginning of your journey like comparison to the thief of joy thing or did you ever have that kind of thing come into your head um within your group absolutely not like i'm not gonna lie it's one of the best marketing tools out there to use (laughs) and kind of be like look at their journey like i could be that um but like that's only at the beginning um once i began my own journey like that's mine then i don't really look at anybody else's because and you taught me that like as well like you were kind of like what is what was the conversation we had around it but you were basically saying like that could be their day 50 on it or whatever like and I'm on literally day one like I can't compare there's no you can't be be doing that really like so I I don't I know I don't do that anymore whatsoever um uh, beforehand absolutely I would and like I am the worst for that like even when I was in a gym class or something I'd be there like I would push myself and I'd be like I'd be dead at the end of it like and I feel now I wouldn't be like that at all I go in and like it's the mentality of like I'm not doing this to lose weight or keep up with somebody I'm not doing it to kind of show someone that I'm fit or something <laughs> it's I'm doing it because it's good for my bloody head and it's good for me to just to feel better about myself um and like and it's funny because like even on the exercise thing I haven't been as consistent as maybe I would like to be on the exercise thing because work came in you know and like I kind of prioritized that but the beauty about what we've been doing here is like that is what life is and it's kind of like I prioritize work for a period of time and I let the like the consistency in terms of like achieving like three gym sessions a week I let that go I didn't freak out about it and like I spoke to you about it like and we continually talked about it and we were and because probably like you were fine with it I was fine with it it made it okay but it also kind of gave me a lease of life then when work kind of calmed down again I was like okay I'm gonna go back to this now and like even though I knew I kind of lost a bit of strength and stuff like because when I went back to do it I was like okay I'm unfit I've this is this is annoying but like at the same time I'm not comparing myself to anybody so it's just me so I'm just like okay just get better at it again because you will it's inevitable like you're going to build your strength back your, your cardio is going to get better but like don't be an asshole to yourself about it and be like it needs to happen tomorrow it's like no like you're going to have a busy time and work again but like it's just about allowing yourself to be fluid with it and kind of like uh give yourself leeway and um, like not all people can have to stop exercising when they have a crazy time at work but what I did was I walked like I did all my walking and that was the agreement like but that was for headspace it wasn't for my weight <laughs> so that was the difference yeah I think I think for I remember the conversation with yourself probably toward kind of the middle of the last lockdown the end of the last lockdown uh, in relation to kind of trying to bring in some sort of routine for yourself or some sort of plan mm. and Anne-Marie kind of said to me that she doesn't really like doing plan or discipline and I was kind of like okay that's that's not a problem but like just give it a go and see what happens yeah um and then after a little while she's like I actually need to create this plan because I can see over your head there's a weekly planner over your head <laughs> <Work>. <laughs> which is ironic <laughs> yeah um 
But I like I remember the conversation with yourself. I was kind of like, right, just use the walking for your headspace. That's all I want you to do. Yeah. And you're like, I, I, I just don't like walking. I was like, okay, so you don't like breathing. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, shut up, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, it's because of what I associated it with, though. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I was like, I, and I and I get that because I think so many people do associate, oh, like people are obsessed with like these little things on their wrists, Absolutely. the Fitbits or whoever, yeah. whatever they are. Yeah. And they, they link it to my fitness pal and they kind of, it moves things around and all this kind of stuff. And that is a hard thing to break. It is yeah. a hard, hard thing to break about not having to kill yourself in the gym in order to kind of get the results. Yes, there is a time to push. Yes, there is a not time to push, but you realized yourself that it was not a priority for yourself. Yeah. And my, if my mates listen to this, I know some of the lads do listen to this. They're going to hear this and they'll be like, shut up, Shane. Um, <laughs> you'll always value, you always value what you do. You'll always do what you value more. Yeah, you always um, say that's me. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, I'm hearing all the quotes today. Um, yeah. but, but it is like, yeah. if you don't want, if you don't want to go for a walk, that's not a problem at all. And at, at the time you were, you've been mental busy for work for the last, which is a good complaint to have, by the way. Yeah, um, exactly for the last three or four weeks and we were like all right let's just try and if you're a big ball of stress there's no point in us pushing yeah yeah no I, we had, yeah we had to just walk we like we just said right just make sure you've got like half an hour break for Be- you yeah because being honest i could have kept i could have pretended to you that i was trying to keep up everything but that would have stressed me out more like trying to come up with like these narratives to you saying I was doing something that I wasn't so I wasn't bothered with that and I was like from the get-go I've been so honest with you like if I'm crap at something I'm crap at something if I'm good at it I'm good at it like and I was just and if something's affecting me in personal life whatever life like work life um I'm going to tell you about it because the way I see it is the more open I am the more you can help me and it's just easier in the long run like because you're going to find out anyway like every time I drink at the weekend you'd be like you drank didn't you because like I'd come in all like negative and you know thinking like I'd ruin my progress and like you know I'd come in with all these plans of like I need to do this this week and it's like just chill out like (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) and yeah yeah Uh, yeah I I, um that was kind of the last question regarding the social life Anne-Marie uh, is a very bubbly, outgoing person and social life is very, very important to her. Um, yeah. But and like Anne-Marie loves to go on a night out and I was like, we can, we'll, and I, I'm always saying to you guys, I want you to include it rather than to restrict it. Uh, but there was a one stage that <laughs> I could, I could tell just from the message I got on a Sunday or a message I got on a Monday or a Tuesday, I was like, Marie's been out. I, I, I can sense from this voice note that uh, the headspace ain't going to be amazing. And I was like, because I, I just knew, as you said, like you were coming up with how, what you want to do, move and plan, all this kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, not conducive at all. So yeah. like it is about protecting your headspace, protecting your energy. And I'm all like, if you want to drink, drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you're, if you, like there's a time to like, do it and there's a time like if you're it's about including the stuff that works for you but it's also like knowing when to have it in the life and when not to and you uh, since now since things have kind of calmed down potentially that's that's when things have kind of clicked for yourself yeah and like I said that in the testimonial as well as the fact that like with this way this approach like 
for me like life's not worth living if you can't go out and have a good time like it's just like what is the point in killing yourself Monday to Friday and then not being able to let out let loose and like my way of doing that is having a few drinks and like as I get older that becomes like less and less to be honest with you but like when that does happen I appreciate it so much but when you're in a negative headspace on the Monday to Friday and you're in this like black or white mentality and you're like um, push, push, push and then you let go. When you go back then into your Monday to Friday black or white thinking that previous three days of their weekend or whatever doesn't fit in very well. and They're just not nice to get. They don't they don't mesh very well. And like I'm trying to like let go of what the enjoyment I just had and like come back into this like structure of like the right thing to do and it's kind of like okay no if I just it's about balance and it's not every weekend that I want to be doing it it's like every couple of weekends which it's just I don't know maybe it's my age now like it's it's better that way anyway and you're always like you're no spring chicken which is really mean but uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah everyone he's an asshole no uh but like at 27 hangovers are hard and I'm like okay I've kind of like I need to let go of this whole like every weekend thing and I never really was like an every weekend person anyway it's just more like when I do now do it it's 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 less and I don't feel guilty about it either I'm like enjoy that time because I love wine I love going out and drinking trying new drinks trying new beers trying everything it's like that's just who I am and like that's something I enjoy and I'm not going to stop that for a bloody weight like um but at the same time I'm not going to like drink a barrel of wine like <laughs> it's about balance <laughs> yeah like I'm not an asshole just to put that on the record um <laughs> but it was about finding the balance for Anne-Marie there's been an awful lot of negative do I want to release this like, I'm he's like an army boot camp he is a prick he's an he asshole. calls you out that you're growing up and you're old i'm no spring chicken yeah but like I as i said it's the calling out thing that i like so like i would have left a long time ago if I, it was sensitive about it i think calling so, out is the wrong word i think calling out is a negative i'm like it is calling out the right word but i am looking at it now kind of like I'll, I'll i'll bring you up on your bs no, you're straight. You're a straight talker, and I appreciate straight talkers. So that's literally that's all it is, you know. And I'm a straight talking back, so like that's why it works. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I'm not a complete dick about it. Um, no, <laughs> I try not to be. Absolutely uh, not. Marie, I cannot thank you enough. I think there's so much in there from where you started from, from the the like the word diet means short term in the dictionary if you look it up and nobody should be dieting for like nearly nine or ten years or 30 years or 40 years whatever it may be yeah it's about kind of like finding the approach which you seem to have found at the minute and i think that's that's you rather than than me you've i don't even think you've realized the little habits that you've meant you've changed over the, over the last little while i don't even mm-hmm. think it's not like you were forcing yourself to do them. It was like small little things along the way. You set, set about celebrating the small little wins. You set about not comparing your chapter one to someone's chapter 15. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned about kind of the, the moving, removing the black and white thinking. You've mentioned about the importance of self-care and just looking after your own headspace and using it for a headspace rather than being the person that's using it for the, the calories burned, which is, it's a hard, I've been there and it's a hard thing to look at a change and to kind of move that mindset out of mm-hmm. when you're trying to do a diet you're like you're it's hard to get rid of that um 
but I, and the counting calories and stuff like that, it was an approach that we used. And I think for your headspace at that time, it was like potentially looking back at it. Would I tweak it? Probably. Uh, and I'll hold my hands up to that. Um, no, I I disagree with you there though slightly because like it was part of the beginning mechanics that I needed. I wouldn't be able to be so knowledgeable on it now if I hadn't done it. Like I'm not saying that. I as I said, it's not for everyone, but I do think it's very important at the beginning if you know if if you don't equate the whole calorie deficit thing and realize that like it is calories in, calories out. Like so, that's all part of it. Like that's learning it. So it's it's generally like learning how to ride a bike like you have to you know go through all that at the beginning like and to be able to like be fine at the end of it like so at at the moment like i now able to like i look at I, i'm not an i'm not a freak about it like but I, i'll know like how many calories is in something roughly i'm not a perfectionist now about it i'm just kind of like i'm more on the on the mindset of like eat until you're full and like you know that you won't be hungry in like an hour like eat smart like eat how your body wants you to eat kind of thing so protein fats for satiation like protein for your healing or whatever but like keep also keep you full and then your carbs for your energy and don't be hiding away from any of them you know so like yeah i think with with the kind of the kind of calories thing i know there's every coach is different approaches i know we're talking off air about one of them but um like if you can count and if you're kind of using it as a tool rather than a death sentence yeah. i'd rather i've like i know myself that the relationship i have with myself and food at the minute is potentially from having counted for say eight or ten weeks i'd rather count for eight, eight or ten weeks in the grand scheme of things to be able to live the rest of my life without having to count calories exactly yeah that's the key um, yeah. and i think it's it can be helpful some people have never used it and they're in a headspace where they don't need it mm-hmm. but if you're starting out and you're at a you're at a point it can be used but it's about finding approach that works and if you are ever going to work with someone it's about not having that totalitarian the that dictator um coach that's going to be like here's your meal plan here's your calories mm. eat this or don't and and don't stray off it's 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 that's not I, it works for some people but 99.9% of people it won't work um yeah, yeah. Marie, i cannot thank you enough for being so honest uh and for giving us a good laugh i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna um <laughs> and for, for giving up so much of your time um on a friday to kind of have a chat about your your journey you've you should be extremely proud of yourself where you've come from i don't think you realize it yet um like i i think you have put in stuff into place for yourself that works for you and i think that's the approach there's so many sentences that you've said in that that the nuggets and stuff like that that hopefully some people will pick up on even if it's one sentence uh and <laughs> you're like rants. a little mini, you, yeah you're like a little mini me now with the little quotes <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Never like, like i know i talk a lot but like god <laughs> working <laughs> it in uh yeah so amory thank you so much guys if you have enjoyed the episode at all please do uh tag us up on your story I, i'll see if amory wants me to put her uh, details into it so you can dm her slide into her dms um <laughs> she'll love that Cheers. by the way um so amory thank you so much for coming on <laughs> thanks shane thanks for having me <laughs>